What's going on, everybody? My name is Mike Jimenez, and this is the Alamo City Sportscast coming from me from San Antonio, Texas, West San Antonio, West Bear County. Again, my name is Mike Jimenez, Joe Garcia producing today's show. What's going on, Joe? No, you got to say your name right. It's Mike Carnitas. Jimenez. I was going to say, after the show, <laughs> it's your day off. Do you want to go get breakfast? Because you know what sounds delicious? Oh, God. Carnitas. No. <laughs> sounds oh delicious. God, man. I like the new nickname, man, because as I mentioned yesterday, effing delicious. Oh, no. Hey, good morning to you. Uh, Tim Gonzalez watching this from YouTube. And he says, happy birthday to the head of the table. Victor, Victor Wimbenyama. We're going to get into that today. Again, we're live on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube as well. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the like button, by the way. That helps us out tremendously. Notice that we got new subscribers yesterday. So oh, yeah. uh, we got a nice, nice little bump up yesterday. People realize that, hey, it's a new year. We're going to be doing this daily. Yeah. So we're going from about 10 to about 11, 15 or so. Yeah. But we're available later on, on in the day on the podcast platforms whether it be spotify or iheart app and things like that lots to get into today first of all as tim mentioned there on our youtube stream you can be part of the show by following us on youtube and leaving a comment we'd be happy to read them in real time uh victor Wembanyama, no longer a teenager as one of our listeners is pointing out right now he is now 20 years old it is his birthday what should the spurs get him for his birthday a win. <laughs> Something, right? <laughs> we'll talk more about the Spurs later on today. You know, the NFL announced the Pro Bowl team. Dallas Cowboys going to be represented all over the field. Seven Cowboys made the team, but not the. that's not the most number of players for one team. Yeah. We'll tell you the one team that had more than the Cowboys. You know, we're also going to talk about it. We have like just a couple minutes. Yeah. We're going to talk about conspiracy theories because my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. he sent me this little reel on Instagram. And he's talking about Super Bowls yeah. and the coloring that they choose for the logo and how the coloring of the logo kind of mimics the teams that are going to be playing. And lo and behold, we have a surprise because the NFL, they were initially released a logo with some coloring on it, right? Yeah. But then they recently changed it. So does it mean that the script has changed as well? Ah, so we'll get script. into it. We'll get uh, into you're it. You're a believer of the script. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll get into the NFL playoffs as well because a lot of things are going to shake down this weekend because, uh, you know, there's division titles that are up for grabs. You look at Miami taking on Buffalo. The winner wins the division. The one that loses might not even make the playoffs. I mean, it's crazy. Houston Texans playing for a playoff berth. You have the Dallas Cowboys hoping to lock down the number two seed. Uh, my New Orleans Saints still have a fighting chance of making the playoffs. We'll talk about the NFL as well. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, the no. uh, the first part of the list, the list. is out. <laughs> and it's not even the list of the people that they think did bad things. It's just a list of people who had dinner there. Why is David Copperfield with, with Jeffrey Epstein six times? I don't know, but we'll get into that as well. They're on Pleasure Island. And uh, more NFL talk. Um the Kelsey brothers, Travis, Jason, they have something in common. Not only are they very, very popular and have the most popular podcast in all of America when it comes to sports, but both of their teams are struggling, the Eagles and the Chiefs. That's My true. question is, which of the Kelsey brothers is on a team that has a chance to get their shit together by the time the playoffs come around? And look at here, a friend of the show, Coach Gio. What's up, Gio? Rams making a playoff run. And He's a Rams fan. And it's possible the Rams might play the uh, Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. So if they make a run, that would mean a run through Jerry World. 
Uh, we'll get into some pop culture references along the way. They're making fun of you already because they put you on the list, the Epstein list at number seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because I'm a financial advisor and I wanted his money. You know, you know that that's all that it was. It was a business trip. <laughs> <laughs> we can also get into Frank Harris, Tim Gonzalez, reminding us that he retired Man. from football. Frank Harris, though, still going to be in the area, still going to be working with UTSA as well. Apparently, I, I read that he they were offered a an assistant coaching position. I was, I was going to say, I knew that was going to happen. I mean, they, after all he's done for UTSA football, yeah. given what, six plus years, all the injuries he has had to battle through. I mean, you got to give the dude something, man. Well, he turned it down. Oh man. He turned it down, but he's still going to be working within the program. So we'll get into that as well. If you want to be part of the show again, reach out to us on our YouTube stream, leave a comment. Several of them are coming in right now. So very, very, very cool. But I, I do enjoy the nickname Carnitas. <laughs> uh, I ran with it. Uh, it was funny because I saw people uh, retweeting a clip of our show yesterday. Oh, man. About how I took ownership of it all. Yeah. You know? It, 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 you didn't run from it. I didn't run from it. I embraced it. I embraced <laughs> it for what it was. I did a positive spin on it. And it was your son, Elias, Elias, that yeah. gave you the nickname. Dude, he looks a lot like me, man. He looks hey, like man. he could be my son. <laughs> Illegitimate. Uh, did I tell you that I, I refereed a high school basketball game back in uh, a few years ago in New Braunfels? Really? And I went to college at Texas State in San Marcos, right? And not that far away. Yeah. And uh, I was refereeing a game, and this player comes up to me, and it starts, you know, just jawing at me and yeah. i wanted to throw him a tee but i couldn't because he looked like me oh, he man. looked like michael jimenez at age 15 or 16 and i was doing the math i was like okay wait a minute wait a minute this all adds up and i kept i kept on looking at him and i was thinking to myself who's your mom show me your mom <laughs> who's your mom so no you're like no i'm like i'm gonna tee the get the kid up man <laughs> Oh, no. Look at what they said, Swiss. <laughs> Mike, Mike confirmed Elias is his son. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is my granddaughter that he shows photos of on Twitter. Again, you can catch me on Twitter. I'm at MJ Acquired Taste. You have uh, Joe over at, at Two, Two Shots, Shots Podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, the Spurs right now, it's one of those things. They play tonight on TNT. On uh, his uh, Victor Womanama's 20th birthday, yeah. they're playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis is in town. A 6.30 tip-off. Right now you see the Bucks coming in at 24-10. and 10. The Spurs at 5-28. and 28. Victor Womanama averaging 19 points per game. It is his rookie campaign, but he's no longer a teenager. Today turned 20 years old. This is the first game that he's back on the court after defying Pop and the medical staff by checking himself back into the game against the Grizzlies. If you didn't catch that, less than two minutes ago in the game, he was pissed off. He didn't want to be oh, yeah. on the bench anymore. He's on a minutes restriction of about 24 minutes per game. He'd already hit his 24 minutes. The Spurs were still somewhat in the game. It was a single-digit game. And uh, when no one was looking, he stood up. How somebody who's seven foot four managed to sneak his way back onto the court is beyond me. But he checked himself in. They knew in damn well permission. what he's doing. They knew what he was doing. He checked himself in, got a dunk, and then they took him out. They took him out. It's the first game since then. So I wonder how TNT is going to play this, is going to spin this story. Because it at least gives us something to talk about. Because this Spurs team sucks ass. 5-28, 2-14 at home. 
They're favored to lose by nine and a half points at home, which I think, by yeah, the way, man. nine and a half. Go ahead and give me the Bucks winning by double digits, okay? Victor Wembanyama. I'm on Locked On Spurs right now, by the way, with Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia just dropped the, the podcast earlier yeah, today. I just saw that. And we were talking about Victor Wembanyama so much about who is he like. And I, I Jeff brought up a really good point. Jeff brought up the point that when Pop was first coaching this team, he had David Robinson, who was who was in the military just like Pop was, right? Yeah. Navy, Air Force. Uh, you had a Tim Duncan who was very, very, very conservative. And there was a, he could relate to certain players like that, but he couldn't relate to Kawhi. No, man. And Kawhi I was a different animal, a man. Different animal. You can't yeah. treat them the same. And he's and and Victor Wembanyama is different than all of those guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, my sister is a substitute teacher, and she subs at um, at a middle school, right? And these are 12, 13 year old kids, right? And she brought up Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker, and these kids had no idea who she was talking about, even though they're San Antonio legends, even though they are. Um, on the rafters there at the Frost Bank Center, they didn't know who they were, right? And it's one of those things is that we're nine years removed, uh, now 10 years removed from the Spurs' last title. Can you imagine that? Spurs' last title was 2014. Damn, 2014, It dude. is 2024. We are now a decade removed. Seems like just yesterday. It does, but we've had now five years in a row of losing records. And I asked the question, what should the Spurs get, Victor Wibanyama? For his birthday, and I have an answer. I know what you're going to say. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Victor, what do you want? What do you need? Who do you want us to go after? <laughs> Who do you want us to go after? Who do you want as the coach? Wemby, you call the shots. And I was listening to the Blitz yesterday. Yeah. Jason Minix, Joe Reinagle. And uh, Joe was was a good friend of mine. Joe was there saying, Yeah, man, you're he's just, people. You're just a rookie. You're just a rookie. No, 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 no. This is a player's league. Yeah. Giannis runs that Bucks organization. Jokic runs the Nuggets. Luka runs the Mavericks. LeBron runs the Lakers. The Stars run the ship. And that's who he is. Because when you look at the Spurs and you look at Victor Wembanyama, the culture's not there. The culture that we have is a losing culture. Yeah, things aren't the same anymore, man. It's not. It's not. And just because Pop is there doesn't mean that we have a winning culture anymore. Hanover Fist reaches out to us on our YouTube stream and says Kawhi was right. Now, Kawhi was not – I think the answer is somewhere in the middle because Kawhi was also a punk who ghosted the team. I think that's what the Spurs kind of made it seem like. But I think at the end of the day, they knew exactly what was going on. It's just the perception, mm -hmm. you know, of things. And I think all of it could have been avoided had they just come out and have Coach Pop say, we're shutting him down for the rest of the year. That's mm -hmm. it. You know, be the end of the story. He's got an injury. We're shutting him down. But they let all these other stories play out. They made Kawhi the bad guy. They ran with that. They were kind of not even really communicating with the players in the locker room. Right. It made things seem really dicey. They started turning on Kawhi, and the rest is history. You know, but that was on the Spurs in the front office. They could have easily done things differently, but they didn't. Matt Larimer reaches out to us, our, our pop apologist. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> love you, God. Matt, but you're the pop apologist. You say that these pop takes are ridiculous. Well, let's go back in time. 
2019, the Spurs were 32 and 39. 2020, 21 season, 33 and 39. 34 and 48, followed by a 22 and 60, followed by a 5 and 28 season. What is a bad take? Because in some of these teams, you had DeMar DeRozan, you had DeJounte Murray, you had Derek White. Hey man, let's be honest too. Dejounte knew what was happening. He's like, you know what? I ain't resigning. I ain't. I'm gonna give you all a heads up. I'm not resigning. That's all I'm saying. You know? And they're like, all right, we'll go ahead and trade you. Yeah, he jumped ship. Yeah, he let him know. At least he let him know. And Papa's not the goat. Like I'm off of that. Now, had he retired five, six, seven, eight years ago, you can have that conversation. But goats don't have five losing records in a row. Goats are not five and twenty-eight with a .152 winning percentage. That is not it, man. And if you look at it, 34 wins down to 22 this year on track for 12. And you're trying to tell me that he's going to turn the ship around. What what evidence do we have of that? Tim Duncan. Five losing years. Tim Duncan (laughs) is not walking through that door. Tony Parker, Monty Ginobili, a 25-year-old version of them is not walking through that door. The Spurs have a crap ton of picks. We're the youngest team in the league. But the second youngest team in the league happens to have the second or third best record in the West. Yeah. So how many players did we actually need in order to win championships? Let me count. You had Tim Duncan. You had David Robinson. At one point, you had Timmy. I mean, Tony. Tony. You had Manu, right? Well, I mean, but then you also needed to have the Robert Ories of the world. Of course, you had a supporting cast. But I'm saying at the end of the day, you needed at least three. Yeah. Right? Because we lost David Robinson. He retired after the Spurs won their second championship. So you had Timmy. Tony and Manu, you had three. Right. We have Wemby. Yeah, nothing <laughs> we got else. Wemby. <laughs> We've got nothing else. Coach Gio asked the question, well, who's the GOAT coach, Michael? You know, I mean, the, the, the Pop is on the Mount Rushmore. Okay? Pop is on the Mount Rushmore. So I'm not going to say that he's a bad coach. He's on the Mount Rushmore. But he's also on there with Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, and Red Auerbach. It's those four. Chris Gonzalez, man, he says, we all know the Spurs are cursed by the Silver Dancers because well, they let them go. <laughs> the, the, the Spurs have not been any good since the Silver Dancers were broken up, right? Uh, maybe the curse was broken for the Dallas Cowboys now that Jimmy Johnson is on the uh, Ring of Honor. Have you thought about that? Look at that. Coach Gio says, who's the GOAT coach, Michael? Well, uh, I would go on to say that, honestly, honestly, Phil Jackson's the one that has the rings, right? Red Auerbach has a ton of rings, but Red Auerbach also coached in a time when there was only like nine to 12 teams in the NBA. Yeah. I really liked Pat Riley. I think yeah. when Pat Riley Pat did Riley's in the 80s, damn good. and what he did with the Heat and all that stuff, oh, yeah. I, I think Pat Riley's probably Pat Riley, secretly the GOAT. He handpicked Spo. Yeah, he did. He picked and, Spo. And everyone thought he was an idiot for that. <laughs> I like the, the the comment. Get the hype squad out of here. It's so bad. <laughs> Midtown Texas would get the hype squad out of here. Bro, that hype squad, I mean, they try hard, man. Like, they go up to the crowd, and they're like, go Spurs, go, let's go. And everybody's just looking at them. They're like, yeah, no. <laughs> the most exciting time you're going to get at the Frost Bank Center is when they drop the HEB gift cards oh, from, the, from the rafters. The, the $5 gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> or a free, was it... Uh, Hill Country Fair, little sample of something that you're going to get from the parachute. Yeah. Yeah, come on. And, uh, you know, so it, it's funny because uh, I dropped Fubo this week. Did so, you? so what I'm doing right now, start of the new year, 
you know, so there's health goals, there's financial goals. Part of the budget goals was to get rid of like subscriptions that I don't need. Yeah, I got to do the same thing, man. I got to, I got to, I got to kind of cut the fat out of the 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 budget. Yeah, know? just and yeah. it's little things that add up, like subscriptions to like, like um, I don't know, everything from Zoom. I don't need the Zoom, you know, deluxe anymore, right? We're not we're not in the COVID times anymore, yeah. right? Uh, I don't. So that's seventeen bucks per month. I don't need various things that are five dollars, six dollars. You just start adding them all up. Yeah, dude. I drop Paramount. Uh, I'm probably gonna drop Amazon Prime, the the the, the subscription service. What about Peacock? I, I like Peacock because I'm addicted to, um, you know, all the true crime stuff. And the, the Office, man, the you gotta go back and watch old episodes of The Office. I too, tried, man. man. I, fun, I, I gave it a whole season. I hated it. Oh come on, man! It's it. funny, dude. But as, as I was going through it, I found that I pay for my future ex-wife's uh, car washes. I'm gonna drop that thing. Oh yeah, know? dude. So it's like twenty bucks here. Uh, there was a certain gym membership, and I I went to Planet Fitness because it's cheaper there. And I was looking at Fubo, and the only reason why I have Fubo because I'm a YouTube TV guy. Only reason why I have Fubo was because they have Valley Sports. You can get it a la carte. You can. But I wanted to give it a try. And my thing is, is that why do I want to watch the Spurs anymore? We're halfway through the season. We're coming up on the rodeo road trip. My God, man. On top of all, you're going to stick a 9-10 game road trip on there. <laughs> hey, if you still want to watch the Spurs lose and you want to watch them for free, yeah, just look for my boy, Stream East. Okay. And you can watch the games for free and you can watch them lose. That's it, man. I'm not going to pay $25 a month to watch you guys lose. Yeah, you know what? I'm thinking of doing the same thing with Valley Sports because I'm not really watching the games all that much. Yeah. I catch them, and I'm paying for the service. But since I'm working late, you know, I'm working up to like 10, 1030 at night. I really don't have time to just sit there and watch the game. Hey, that comment about it's time to make a change, Charlie Hernandez saying it. But it seems like R.C. Buford doesn't have the balls to make the right decision. You know what? Yesterday, you went ahead and said some things about the Spurs. You said... Coach Pop, you know, talking about the front office and some of their, you know, missteps. I went and I, I look a lot at, at what's going on in Facebook groups, spe specifically with Spurs Facebook groups. And they had one guy that says basically the same thing you did on one of the, the bigger Facebook groups out there that are, it's all Spurs related. And the fans, they're like, oh, this guy has a horrible take. That's awful. You're not a true fan. And I'm like, well, what classifies as making you a true fan that you believe blindly yeah. in the team making poor decisions and putting out a poor product for the last five seasons and saying, and Coach Pop, we trust, but we want to win. If you want to win, you got to make some changes somewhere, somehow. Yeah, the, you know? the you're not a true fan comment is the stupidest thing anyone will ever post on social media when it comes to sports. A true fan is somebody who understands what's going on and doesn't blindly follow. Dude, these, these people would are, are on a sinking Titanic and saying that there's nothing wrong, right? That there's nothing wrong going on in here. The ship's Pop, taking on water, but there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> Pop's the goat. Pop's going to figure it out. Dude, Pop is like 16 years past retirement age, according to, the, uh, according to IRAs. He could have taken out his retirement money 16 years ago. Wow. He man. turned 75 this month. And I, I mentioned to uh, Jeff Garcia the other day that when Pop was getting Duncan, Duncan was 22 years old. Pop was what, 52? Yeah. So there was a 30 year difference. 
less than that. He was probably in his early early fifties. Yeah, yeah, so, somewhere early fifties. And now, I mean, that's an age difference there of father and son. Yeah, the age difference now of nineteen and seventy-five. That's grandfatherly. Yeah, dude, it's time, man. So let's it's let's time. do this, man. And, and and it's one of those things where I don't want him to be fired. I want him to be just given some emeritus status. Give him his roses. Go go to the front office. Have an office there at the at the Frostbank Center or over at the uh, the Rock. Yeah, you're welcome to be here. You're not fired. Erect a statue in his honor. But show you that you're no longer the guy to run this team. It's like that saying. You think it's time for him to go, but you want him to leave, but in a nice way. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where it's been five years where I'm almost like, you know, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, man. Because you overstay your welcome. There is no Spurs way anymore, man. It just sucks. And we're 5-28 and 28, taking on the Bucks. Bucks favored by 9.5. Dude, give me, give me that night. I'll I'll assume those nine and a half points, dude. I'll lay those down. That that this is going to be. A I think blowout. it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to get ugly. But going back to the Spurs and like you were talking about, you know, they've been losing for five years. Yeah, fans are already tired. You know, beyond this, the the team putting out a new Fiesta colored you know jersey. What's the new city edition going to look like? And that's even, all the rage. And even you know, those talk. and even those suck. You know. That's what everybody's enamored with now, but they forget that the product out on the court isn't conducive to winning. So we're going to go ahead and roll in with the same roster. What do you think is going to happen next year? Right. The same damn thing. You know what's sad? Remember when we won the lottery back in May and then we get to, we got to draft him in June and we were all, the city was on fire, man. We were so excited. And do you know what's been the most exciting, the most talked about thing this entire season when it comes to the Spurs? Is those damn Fred's fish fry jerseys. Jesus. And the lawsuits that resulted from it. That has gotten to that has been the most interesting thing about the Spurs season. Not Wemby potentially winning rookie of the year. Which, by the way, if he doesn't get it, I I I see why. I see why. We got somebody watching us from Chicho Chicho Wenya or Wenio, Mexico. Very nice. Chihuahua, baby. Yeah, Chihuahua, Mexico. It says, I'm with Mike Chale. <laughs> ya con pop. <laughs> I like ya that. Con ya con I love pop. it. I love it, man. A lot of people reaching out to us on our YouTube stream right now saying that Pop should have left in 2014. Dude, had he done that, he might have been considered the GOAT of coaching. Because it's like, think about it, the 2013 and, and how devastating it was that Ray Allen three-pointer that just broke our hearts, and then they lost a close game seven to come back and destroy. The Heat, LeBron yeah. James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade just destroy them in 2014. Had he walked out the door, because then he was 65 years old. Yeah, he Had was. he walked out the door, he would be considered the greatest coach of all time. And right now, not anymore. Look at this comment here. Chris Gonzalez says, the Spurs got a new toy, and we don't know how to play with it or add to it. And that's an interesting you know, take there, because think about it. What does that say about the players on the team? You know, we always talk about basketball IQ out there on the court and how important it is to have the right players out there that know how to play the game and know how to give the ball to the right people. Yeah. And I, What's I, going I, on? I saw a comment to Eric Salinas, who, who follows the Spurs on Twitter as well. 
was say that maybe Vassell just doesn't fit with with uh, with Wemby. Maybe maybe even the good pieces that we have are 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 not working. <laughs> the Charlie Hernandez saying, "Let's make sure it's with Yaku and Bob." God, man. Oh my God, Mike Baez. Dude, if you are uh, if you are listening right now, <laughs> Yako and Pop, and I, 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 and Mike, I even asked you to and make put one chale, for me. Pop. <laughs> I even asked him to, to to make me one, which he didn't do. That would say I wanted Pop gone before it was cool. Oh Lord, man, <laughs> you, you're not walking into that frost center. Oh, I so here. would, dude. Jeez. I so would. I don't know if they let you through the door. <laughs> Let's talk about the NFL. The NFL released its uh, Pro Bowl team for 2024. Seven Dallas Cowboys made the list. And it's kind of interesting because I'm taking a look at NFL.com right now. They have a list of who made it for the NFC, who made it for the AFC, and also who they consider to be snubs. Now, the Cowboys, again, with seven selections. Uh, That is tied for second most because the uh, Baltimore Ravens also had seven. But the San Francisco 49ers led the way with nine selections to the Pro Bowl. You had six Dolphins, six Eagles, five Browns, five Chiefs, and five Detroit Lions who made the Pro Bowl. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott making the Pro Bowl along with Brock Purdy of the Niners and Matthew Stafford. Other Cowboys to make it, of course, CeeDee Lamb having a career year this year. Broke Michael Irvin's record for the most receiving yards and most receptions in a single season last weekend. He is on the Pro Bowl along with Zach Martin. Kind of interesting. I'm not saying that Zach Martin isn't talented enough to still make the Pro Bowl, but this guy, a future Hall of Famer, made it again. But, I mean, come on. It hasn't been his best year. He's been nicked up. But, again, he got in. But uh, if you look at on the defensive side, Michael Parsons, Pro Bowler. Jerron Bland who broke a record this year for the most pick sixes in a season. And both kickers, punter Brian Anger and rookie, I guess you can call him a rookie, Brandon Aubrey, who's perfect this year, kicking field goals. Now, oh man, what concerns me about Brandon Aubrey is imagine if he goes perfect all the way through and then misses it in the playoffs. God. I like it's being set up that way. It's being set up that way. (laughs) Let's take a look at other players who made the Pro Bowl. (laughs) Oh my God, these guys! Yes, uh, they want the uh... Papa (laughs) Conchoris. All right, so let's take a look at at who made the Pro Bowl: Uh, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, running backs: Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, uh, Kyron Williams. Uh, the other receivers are A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, and Puka Nakua, the rookie from the Rams, George Kittle, Sam Laporta, tight end. Now, on the AFC, the AFC, I want to take a look and see how many made it for the Houston Texans because the uh, the Texans might actually win the division this year. They Unlikely could, they all, as they, it seemed, they right? Could also, <laughs> they could also be a wild card. They could also miss the playoffs. It all depends on what they do Saturday in that game. Uh, but the quarterbacks for the AFC team are Tua Tunga Viola, Patrick Mahomes. Really? Really? His, Le- his season hasn't been that great. No, so far. it has not. Lamar Jackson is the uh gonna be the MVP. He's also a pro bowler as well. Raheem Mostert, who's having an amazing year in his early 30s, has like 20 some odd touchdowns, Jeez, is man. running back along with James Cook, Derrick Henry. Uh receivers, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, former Dallas Cowboy. Amari Cooper made the Pro Bowl. Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase. 
Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, is making the Pro Bowl yet again, future Hall of Famer. I wonder why. Well, because he's the, the best tight end. No, 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 no. What's that? Let's let's be honest. If if he goes to the Pro Bowl, she goes to the she Pro goes Bowl. to the Pro Bowl, <laughs> and that's good for business, brother. <laughs> Interesting. I like I like what you're thinking there. Laramie Tunsil, the Houston Texans, made it as a tackle uh, on the defense side of the ball. Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, Khalil Mack, Josh Allen. The wrong Josh Allen because it's Josh Allen, the linebacker. Not the quarterback because well, I only see one Houston Texan. Only one. Only one. But they also have a list on NFL.com of what they call the snubs. And leading the list is quarterback Josh Allen of the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, who, by the way, I believe leads the league in combined touchdowns when it comes to throwing and, and on the ground. But as well. what is the interception rate like? I mean, come on. It's, it's gonna it's, it's gonna <laughs> it's be, be high. high. It's gonna be high. <laughs> Uh, also, players that did not make it uh, that are on the offensive side of the ball. Brandon Ayuk of the Niners uh, was left off. Josh Allen, look at that. He has uh, 27 passing touchdowns, 15 rushing touchdowns. That's 42. Jeez. You know, I'm watching you right now on the screen, right, yeah. by the way, and I see the little Christmas tree in the corner. I'm bringing that sucker down today, dude. I've been so busy just getting back from Disney. Oh. You know, I got to bring my Christmas decorations down. I don't want to be that guy coming into March and February and you still got your Christmas decorations. I mean, God, when I go over here to, you know, to the middle school that's just down the street, we have one holdout still with the spider and yeah. some of the webs and stuff from from Halloween. When is it too? <laughs> when is it already, you know, too late to take down your decorations? Like Dude, how long? I how check, many days after Christmas? I checked out my Year's? Christmas tree last year in April. Oh my God, bro! But it's like a big behemoth, fifteen foot, uh, you know, fake one that has like four different parts. And you yeah. have to kill yourself to put the last piece on top. And you got to take off the ornaments and all that. Yeah. It's a pain yeah. in the ass, dude. So you, you reminded me of a of a, a Taylor Swift lyric from the song "Lover." <laughs> oh God! We can leave the Christmas lights up till January. Oh, no, man. <laughs> Speaking of Taylor Swift, I bought my daughter a Taylor Swift calendar for Christmas. Oh yeah. It had a lyric for every month. And if she's watching, Gabby, I guess what I got you. Um, I ordered this in mid-November off of TikTok. It showed up yesterday. Like, I completely forgot that I bought it. Really? Yeah. So the gifts are still coming in. <laughs> You're like, shit, I don't remember what I bought anymore. <laughs> hey, the same thing happened to me when I came home. I had my niece. She was coming over here watching my cat, right, while yeah. we were gone. Mm -hmm. And there was Amazon packages left. I'm like, well, shit, what the hell did I buy? <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. That's Joe Garcia. My name is Mikey Menace. We're going to go for another, I don't know, another half hour or so. Just yeah. chopping it up, man. And Bullshitting with the fellas. Thank you for all of those who uh, are reaching out to us on YouTube right now. <laughs> Chris Ortiz. January 3rd is the last day to keep up Christmas decorations. Yeah, dude. I saw somebody. I was going for a walk yesterday. All the inflatables are still up in my neighborhood. I got my up right now, but I'm not turning on the lights. I'm bringing all that stuff down today, dude. Dude, I went for a walk yesterday. You know, I wanted to get my my steps in, right? Because I was working from home. How many steps did, are we talking? Much. I did 7,000 last night. All right, all right. Uh, just for that walk, because I did a three-mile walk, right? A little about 3.2 miles. And uh, I'm I'm taking my, my big husky. My husky is... The one that came out in the picture. Yes, as a puppy. <laughs> the and it's still a puppy, I guess, technically, because it's less than a year old. 
Uh, but he's now like 80 pounds. Yeah. And uh, it's dark outside. It's about 7.30 at night. So it's not late, late, but I'm I'm taking my dog out for a walk. And these jackasses in dirt bikes came up to me and started revving their engines at my dog. And, and my dog went ape shit and uh, became kind of came off the harness. And I'm like, these kids did that on purpose. You know, they came and they stopped right in front of me and then then they turned in front of me and they're just revving their engines in front of me. And it's these little weak-ass dirt bikes, dude. These lame-ass dirt bikes. The ones that you're probably getting at your regular old, you know, pet boys or something. Yeah, and my dog, I didn't drop the leash. He had a harness on and he he got startled and it's an 80-some-odd-pound dog. And he started jumping up and down, like bucking like a fucking Bronco. And his 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 harness came undone. Yeah. And he started chasing after the the dirt bikes. Yeah. And I, and and my dog is not young, is not wise enough to know that there's cars and coming yeah. back and forth. And by the way, this was in an area that's undeveloped in my neighborhood, so it's not oh, like okay. so they 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 point they they did this on purpose. Yeah. Right. But the good thing is, is that Duncan, named after Tim Duncan. Yeah. Uh, Duncan. Um, was well behaved. Like I, I, he calmed down after a while, yeah. and he walked with me the entire way home without the leash. So he's like, "We're cool now." Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, he <laughs> settled down a little bit. But uh, okay, we'll we'll go ahead. And we'll, we'll you know what? We'll talk about CT's sister in, in later on in the show. Okay, because <laughs> that was a funny topic. But we'll we'll get back to that. Hey, real fast, I wanted to get into the NFL because a lot of a lot of big games going on. Uh, this weekend in the NFL, uh, probably the biggest game of the week is going to be the, uh, well, there's actually two of them. One's going to be the Texans and Colts. Texans going to Indy. Both teams are nine and seven. If I'm not mistaken, the winner makes the playoffs with a 10 yeah. and seven record. Uh, then you go on uh, on Sunday. You've got a game going on. Uh, actually, it's a Sunday night football. You got the Bills and the Dolphins. The winner wins the AFC East. The loser might be knocked out of the playoffs. Same thing happens. Actually, with the Cowboys no, the, actually no, the Dolphins will make it. The Bills, if the Bills lose, could be knocked out of the playoffs. Yeah. If the Cowboys beat the Commanders, they, they hold their own fate at this point. Cowboys win. They, they're the number two seed. They lose, by the way. Temperatures might be a little bit warmer than first anticipated. It was going to be in the upper 30s. Now it's looking to be in the low to mid 40s. A little bit better, but it's still going to be an icy, wet field from the day before. Man, Sunday's going to be chock full of of games that matter dude yeah you, you you've got a, a game between the bears and the packers a seven and nine bears team taking on the packers the packers own the bears but the packers need to win this game to make the playoffs uh, i heard the browns were still in the hunt as well yeah the browns are still in the hunt uh you've got the buccaneers taking on the panthers i know the panthers suck at two and 14 bucks win this game they win the nfc south that means baker mayfield makes the playoffs Dude, that's a match made in heaven, man. I Baker's never done, thought that. Baker's done very well for that team. He has. Good for him. 3,900 yards for uh, passing, 28 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, dude. He's had a very good season. He's had a resurgence with the Buccaneers. I didn't expect that. 12 o'clock, you have the Falcons taking on the Saints. Saints are 8-8. Eight and eight. Win that game. They go to 9-8. and eight. So this is how the Saints make the playoffs. Win the game, right, against the Falcons. Panthers beat the Bucks. Saints win the division. Wow. Saints win this game, but you have the Packers lose and the Seahawks lose. They get in as a wild card. 
and would take on more than likely the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, look. Chris Gonzalez says the Browns are already in the playoffs. Okay. Right, but the question becomes, like, like where would they be seated in the playoffs? Because if yeah. you look at the division right now, uh, well, actually, they're kind of they're kind of locked in as to where they would be because the Ravens right now are thirteen and three. Uh, I'm looking at the playoffs right now uh, in the NFC. Cow- the uh, Niners have the one seed and they're locked into the one seed. Cowboys right now would play the Packers if the if the playoffs were to start today. Then you'd have the Lions hosting the Rams, and you'd have the Bucks taking on the Eagles. Dude, the Bucks would take out the Eagles, man. You think so? I think so, man. Baker is just doing very, very well. I don't know what's going on with the Eagles. I mean, just over the last couple of games, they've just kind of fallen off, man. Yeah. I, I, well, let's get into that in a second. But the, the Saints right now, I'm not saying that they're going to beat the Cowboys because I don't think they have any chance to. I would be fearful if I was the Cowboys to play the Saints because the Saints will rough them up. The Saints have a very, very legit defense. If they rough them up, man, that's going to leave them in, in dire straits when it comes if they move on past the Saints. They will get past the Saints. The and Saints have no chance. And the other, They'll nick them up, though. Yeah, but I'm saying the other opponent that the Cowboys will face after that, Yeah, that's going to be leaving the team a little decimated there. And hopefully they're not losing any of their you know wide receivers or, or key guys, especially on defense. Mm-hmm. If the season ended right now, the Colts would play the Rave or would, would play the the uh, Dolphins rather. The Bills would play the Chiefs, and the Browns would play the Jaguars. Dude, I if there's any team right now that I'm cheering for, if my Saints don't make it, you know, and I talk about my Sancho team, my Sancho team is the Bengals. Oh man, the Bengals are not going to make it because uh, they might have a winning record, but because uh, Burrow got hurt early in the season, they got no chance, dude. Yeah, they're they're out. Um, my team that I would cheer for would probably be Keith Cleveland, Joe Flacco. You gonna jump on that ship, dude? Joe Flacco was on the couch six weeks ago. Hey, Joe Flacco was uh, I think he was part of the practice squad, dude. No, he was on he was on the couch. Really? He had no team six weeks ago. Comes over and is leading them to win after win after win. And Cleveland, who spent all that money and all that draft capital on Deshaun Watson has a chance of making a playoff run, like a deep playoff run with Joe Flacco. Let me ask you this. Joe Flacco, Super Bowl champion. He is somebody who won the Super Bowl MVP back in the day with the Ravens. Yeah, he did. He has never gone to a Pro Bowl. Really? Not one Pro Bowl in his career. But if he somehow led Cleveland to a Super Bowl and was named MVP again, would you be okay with him being a Hall of Famer? I don't know, dude. He is top 20 all time in passes in yards thrown. I don't know. I'd be on the fence about that, man. Dude, Joe Flacco might actually be a potential Hall of Famer if he makes this run. I think his Hall of Fame credentials go because of this. Because, you know, you take a look. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl champion, right? two-time MVP, if I'm not mistaken, of the Super Bowl. He's going to make it as a Hall of Famer, right? Now, part of it's because he beat Brady along the way, but keep in mind, he only had a a winning record of like one game above 500, okay? Yeah. Joe Flacco has a career record of 103 and 82. That's a winning record. He has 44,000 yards passing. That's a that's forty four thousand yards passing. That's a lot more than Vinny Testaverde, man. 
Yeah. And then he was voted into the College Football Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's in the NFL or the football Hall of Fame. Jonathan C. reached out saying uh, Flacco has revi revitalized uh, Njoku's career. Njoku named the uh, named to the uh, Pro Bowl as a tight end. <laughs> oh, my God. I like this. Christmas a replacement uh, reference from that movie. Which particles off the boats. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm looking up Eli Manning's stats right now, right? Eli Manning. Going to be a Hall of Famer. Career record as a starter of 117 and 117. 117 and 117. But he has two Super Bowl rings. So you got to give it to him, right? But 103 and 82? You're telling me that that doesn't get you into the, into the Hall of Fame? If if Eli's the, 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 the you know, Eli got is going to get allowed in. Yeah, more than likely. Right, if Joe Flacco with no Pro Bowl appearances, no All Pros, none of that, but wins the, the the Super Bowl MVP twice, and for a team like Cleveland, dude, I think he gets in. He might might very well get in, but you know, it kind of reminds me of the same thing that happened with Nick Foles and the Eagles. Yeah, you know, an unlikely backup quarterback, nobody even thought could do this. Takes well, a team and they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Carson man. Wentz got injured towards the end of the season. Yeah. And Nick Foles went in there and, and, and got the job done. Uh, Joe Flacco winning a ring for Deshaun Watson would be interesting. Like, here's your ring, Deshaun. <laughs> you know? What's he going to do? Give it to him at the massage table? Dude, dude, who's the <laughs> starter next year, Deshaun Watson or Joe Flacco? Dude, Deshaun Watson has been booty crumbs, man. Yeah. You got to let the brother go. Dude, uh, I'm looking at Joe Flacco's age. He actually turns 39 next week. So during the playoffs, he's going to be turning 39. Jeez. I mean, 4-1 record this year. Look at that. 13 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Um, That's experience. Yeah, and, and that 8 interceptions, I believe like most of them were in one game. So he's doing okay. Let me see. Look at look at his game logs. Look, look at the, the yards that he's thrown in the last five games, right? So he's, he's quarterback for five games. His first game, 254. His second game, 311. 374. 368. 309. Four games in a row of 300 yards passing. He's still got it, man. And you know what? It's all that experience. You combine that experience with him God. being able to sit down, you know, and kind of recover from all those injuries and yeah. stuff. I mean, come on, dude. He's ready to ball. He's rested, baby. Yeah. He's rested. Good grief, man. I, I, I'm a big that, – that's my new Sancha team, dude. That is my new Sancha team. Hey, we were talking about uh, the AFC playoffs, right? The Kansas City Chiefs might have to go on the road for the first time ever. Your daughter's with watching. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Gabby girl. What's going on, girl? <laughs> she says, ooh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think she'd be watching right now. Yeah, she's watching. That's funny. That's funny. No, but uh, taking a look at the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs, man. Both Kelsey brothers, Jason Kelsey, Eagles, Travis Kelsey, Chiefs. They were in the Super Bowl last year playing against each other. It was the Kelsey Bowl, right? Mama Kelsey going out there, doing her thing. She had the jersey that had half and half. Yeah and, yeah, and the belief was when the season started that there was a legit chance that it'd be a repeat, you know, a, a rematch. And now... The Eagles have struggled. Yeah, they have. 
and they're not a very good team anymore. And the Chiefs can't score anymore. They can't, but somehow I think the NFL will want them in the Super Bowl because, I mean, Taylor Swift, bro. Well, I'm sure the NFL would want that, but it's it's one of those things where I, I don't believe in a script necessarily. Come on. I'm going I'm to hand you the script. Uh, <laughs> it has changed, it, by the way. The it, script changed. In a perfect world. But the thing is, is that look at the, at, at the Chiefs right now. Ten and six record. Ten and six. Are they, are they scary? Dude, they're not, dude. They're the, not. The Chiefs are five and four at home, man. They're five and four at home. They've struggled this season, dude. They have, no, very, they have no receivers. They're very beatable. And, and because they have no receivers, that allows the defense to double up on Kelsey. And Kelsey's not as wide open as he used to. And if I'm looking at the playoff scenarios right now, Kansas City right now is the number three seed, which means that they would go on the road in the second round more than likely to Miami uh, or possibly Buffalo for a second-round game. So which of the two teams is more likely to catch up and catch fire? The Eagles or the Chiefs? Jeez, man. I saw a stat the other day that said that the Eagles have the worst um, man-on-man defense in the NFL. Like one of the worst beyond just the tush push. Yeah. You know, I mean, what else do they really got at this point? I think what's really happened with the Eagles is that the teams have found them out. They found a way to go ahead and combat, you know, I I guess their defense and their offense, you know, they're not as scary as they used to be in the beginning of the season where they look like world beaters and they were just decimating teams. I think that, you know, as the season has waned on teams have figured them out. Well, part of it could be the fact that the Eagles lost their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator last year. True that. They got jobs elsewhere. Yeah. And the Cowboys, you know, they got rid of of Kellen Moore, but, you know, their head coach is now calling the shots. So it's not like it was a big change because Mike McCarthy was already there. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you know, Dan Quinn is still there for the Cowboys. So there there is a uh, there is continuity for the Cowboys. But when it comes to the Eagles, man, it's been all brand new. And they have a lot of brand new players. They lost a lot of defensive uh, players from last year. They try to they try to to replace them with rookies from Georgia, but it hasn't worked. And if you look at the number of points that the that they that they have scored, it's crazy because the Eagles may have a good record. They have 11 and 5 record. Get this. Cowboys and Eagles have an 11 and 5 record, identical. But the Eagles have outscored their opponents by just 22 points this year. The Cowboys have outscored their opponents by 166. Wow. There's a nine day difference between the two. <clears throat> Cowboys hey, should have beaten them in Philly. Since we're on this thing about talking about the NFL, let's go ahead and talk about conspiracy theories. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and play something here. But I'm going to go ahead and put it on pause real quick. And I'm going to go ahead and move it over here so we can go ahead and bring it on screen. So give me a moment. I'm going to transition here. But this is something that my brother-in-law sent me earlier uh, yesterday. No, it was earlier today. Okay. I saw it earlier today, uh, you know, because I was just looking at Instagram. And I was like, okay, well, who sent me something? It was my brother-in-law. So I'm going to go ahead and play it right now. So check this out. It was a cream color. 
and the only team with creamsicle jerseys happened to win it all that year. The next year, we saw an orange and yellow Super Bowl logo. And against all odds, the Cincinnati Bengals would lose to the Los Angeles Rams that season. And last season, the logo released was red and green. Was it a coincidence that the Kansas City Chiefs would go on to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles a year later? So when we saw that the league was using a purple and bronze color scheme for this year's Super Bowl logo, for the first time since 2013, the same year the Ravens defeated the 49 in Super Bowl 47. We were all immediately suspicious that the NFL is setting up a San Francisco versus Baltimore rematch in Las Vegas this year. And I don't know if the NFL saw our video or if maybe they just changed their mind because the league added an alternate Super Bowl 58 logo with a new color scheme less than a week later. Does this mean that the script changed? Will we no longer see the Baltimore Ravens versus the San Francisco 49ers? Because the NFL is now planning for the Kansas City Chiefs to face off with the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Did the NFL change? Okay, first of all, first of all, I like where they're going with this. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's just saying, dude. Secondly, secondly, what they're saying is, is that it's going to be the Chiefs against the Rams because the Rams also have blue. They also or, have blue. Or the Buffalo Bills because they have both blue and red. It wasn't navy blue. That was it just blue. It was just blue. Blue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I know fans are going to be like, oh, it's the Cowboys. Put a beat your Cowboys. I'm just like, Hold on there. Hold on there. Don't get too excited. That's funny. Jason Garcia asked a question. When was the last time the previous two Super Bowl teams did not make it back to the Super Bowl the following season? Well, I mean, very rarely. I don't think we've ever seen a, a, a rematch. I'm, I might be mistaken uh, when it comes to that. Um, let's see. Mario Cavazos. Imagine the Ravens against the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Jerry will die after the assault ass kicking they will receive. <laughs> oh god dude i mean the ravens are so good man they are so good but they're front runners they really are i don't know if the ravens can come from behind to win games they're front runners the cowboys are front runners too have you noticed that about both of those teams yeah they get punched in the face they they they, they go down by a score too they ain't gonna come back that's how you beat the cowboys get an early lead you get an early lead cowboys aren't gonna win yeah, they have a hard time coming from behind. Dude. It's the exact same thing for the Ravens. They get the Cowboys get so close, you know, they make you believe. And then what happens? They get near the 30. They get near the, you know, 35, 30, 20. Yeah. And then something happens, man. It, it just unravels, you yeah. know, it, it happens. All It's been happening this whole season, man. It's brutal. You know, the waning seconds, they just throw it away. Let's talk some pop culture. I don't know if this is pop culture or not, but the uh, Jeffrey Epstein list came out. <laughs> you made the list. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I was uh, there for dinner all the time. <laughs> uh, nothing surprising came out right now because the list of the names that came out were not saying that they were doing something wrong, but that they were either having dinner over there or whatever the case may be. They're not accused of assault, uh, but there's some names out there like Bill Clinton. How many times did he go? Now, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if Bill Killen did something bad. Okay. I mean, I, it's I, a, you're, you could be on the list, but maybe you just went a couple of times. But if you've been out there like 40 times, come on, man. But it's but it's but it's been noted that these are ones that are not accused of anything. Okay. So you had Bill Clinton. You had uh, David Copperfield, the magician. He'd been known to do some bad things, man. You had Prince Andrew. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, dude, you know all about him, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. That guy is, uh, 
I say he's a freak, but he's more of a criminal than anything else. But uh, so these names are going to be coming out throughout the rest of the month as well, man. They're it's just going to leaking them out. But I think the ones towards the end are going to be the ones that are actually um, accused of wrongdoing. Jesus Rivera reaches out and calls him David Copperfield. Wow. Hey, I like it. Oh, did something happen in Iowa? Yeah, I think so, man. Yep. NBC News is reporting that multiple people shot at an Iowa high school on their first day back from the Christmas break. Jeez, man. You know, raise your hand if you're surprised. Raise your hand if you're surprised. At least one dead, according to ABC News. Multiple people injured. Happened at Perry High School in Iowa. Reports of this first came down at 7.37 a.m. Central Time. So it happened before school started. That's that Hearing news like that is just so upsetting and so sad, man. Especially because locally we've had what happened in Uvalde. Yeah, man. It's like something's got to change, Mike. Something's got to change, man. Y- your kids are no longer safe when you drop them off at school. Yeah. I think about that every time I drop off my son. You know, and I'm glad that he's going to be graduating from high school, but you even had shootings at colleges. Yeah, so uh, I, I pick up my kids from school, and I remember back in the day, it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, before 9-11, it used to be the, the, the Mexicano thing to go to the airport and watch your family member get on the plane. Oh, yeah. And then they would take off. Be at the window. Be at the window, wave at them, <laughs> go by, and then 9-11 happens, and you're not allowed to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, but now when I drop off my kids at school, Justin and, and, and Ava, I go to the door and I try to open it up. It is locked. Yeah, man. And I have to buzz in and I have to show my ID. I respect all it, that man. stuff. I, I respect, respect it too, it, but it's just, it just shows that times have changed. Yeah. Even at the elementary school, cause I took my, my daughter to hatchet, right. Yeah. Uh, about, you know, two years ago because she graduated from high school. So one of the things is you take the kids back to the elementary school. And all the elementary kids, they kind of have like a little parade for them showing, hey, these are the guys that are graduating. They started when you guys started, so the kids get excited. But going back, it was a totally different feel now. Now when you go in, you're just not welcomed in and go about your business. You're kind of in a holding area where they have bulletproof glass. You got to buzz in. They let you in. And everything, everybody's all, you know, encased in glass now. Yeah. And they have a little slot like a prison or a jail. And they're like, okay, give me your ID or allotted to a pass. And, dude, and all that you stuff, show without man. an ID, you're gone. You know, like I, I, I'm <laughs> going and I forget my wallet or I left my wallet in the car or whatever. Yeah, you ain't going in. You're not going in. And you know what? I, I went in there and I said, you know what? I respect it, man, because of everything that's happening in today's world. You know, you got to be able to protect these kids because now the kids aren't even safe at school, man. It's it's sad, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get into politics and all yeah, this. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's a. The state of what we're at right now, it's just sad that the kids are just not safe at the school anymore, man. You say a prayer mm-hmm. for your kids every time you drop them off, you know, and for the other kids. Uh, more reports that are coming in about this school shooting. Uh, according to CNN, the shooter has been identified, but the name has not been released. Uh, CNN's confirming that multiple people were shot, uh, but only one is confirmed dead. Uh, they're going on saying that uh, President Biden is tracking the latest developments of what's going on. This happened in Perry, Iowa. Again, the shooter has been identified. Um, and again, the school says that the school had not even started yet. The, the, the classes hadn't even started when this all happened. 
Um, that uh, police were on the scene within seven minutes of the gunshots fog going off, uh, but still no report as to how many people were shot. Police will hold a press conference later on today to kind of give an update on everything. Um, let's end on a on a on a high note. Yeah, on a good note. Uh, yesterday was funny when it came to Carolina Teague being on here. My sister said, <laughs> oh, "Why man. is it that people just give me shit and just twist my words?" <laughs> And just outright lie about what I say. So first of all, first of all, um, they I was given crap by people on social media for saying this is our show. Let's only show sports topics. Yeah. Okay. The reason is, is because this is a sports show. Yeah. It's not a rag on somebody's show for an hour and a half. Exactly. It is a sports show. And at some point, uh, I see the comments. Yeah. And I'm trying to focus on what I'm what we're doing. Yeah. And like the first 10 minutes of the show, it's cool to kind of fart around, right? Yeah. The last 10 minutes of the show, cool to fart around. But the meat of the show is an actual show. We talk about sports and pop culture. Yeah. And that's why I was saying just rifle through the sports comments because at some point, you know, we we have to talk about sports. Yeah. You know, Uh, because the people who listen to the show, the majority of them uh, are not on Twitter. Yeah. So they don't know what's going on. Yeah. They're on YouTube. They're on YouTube. Yeah. Or they're on Spotify, right? So there's that going on. Uh, the other thing is, is that Carolina Teague was on, and I joked with her, and they're like, oh, Jimenez got friend zone. I have never hit on Carolina Teague. Okay? <laughs> oh she's a friend of mine. Secondly, she's married, and I've been married the entire time, so I've never hit on her. Yeah. But I did make mention to the point that I saw a video clip of her sister, and I was like, wait a minute, there's two of them? And uh, so, no, I haven't shot my shot at uh, – I didn't shoot my shot at uh, – at uh, what was her name? Marina? Marina. Yeah. With two A's. With two A's. Yeah. But I did follow her on social media yesterday. There you go. There you go. So, no, I did not shoot my shot, but I did shoot myself in the foot by saying that she's probably no better than an eight. Oh, God, <laughs> man. Already, man. Already, dude. Girl's like a challenge. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, you're an eight. It's like what? <laughs> I bet you she's gonna see that friend request. She's gonna be like, <laughs> "Yeah, who's this guy?" Uh, no, it's all good. Oh lord, it's all good. No, but uh, what do you got going on this weekend? Oh, it's not even Friday yet. I'm confused by the days. It's yeah, we're on Wednesday, or we were on Wednesday yesterday. So Thursday, Wednesday is my Friday. So now I'm off. I got a, like three days in a row here to play with. You know, so well, we're gonna full disclosure, we're gonna kind of discuss where we're gonna go have lunch, man. You know what I'm thinking, dude? Carnitas, no, 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 we got to take you to the jewel here of, of Marbach, dude. We got to go hit of China Rose, bro. China Rose, which one's that one? The China Rose on military, man. Come on, is it is it Chinese food? It's I'm Chinese assuming. food, it's, it's the jewel of, of Marbach, bro, the Marbach area. Put west side, bro. I don't think I've ever been. We got to take you to China Rose, man. It's the ghetto, fabulous Chinese food, but it's a staple here, man. It's the food of the people, bro. Interesting. It's not expensive let's, either. Let's go, let's go do it. Let's go do it. By the way, I'm on TMZ.com right now. On TMZ Sports, they're saying that the fire that uh, burned, burned down Tyreek Hill's mansion on Wednesday was caused by children playing with lighters. Wow. 
What? It went up like on Horizon's house back in the day. This happened oh, Wednesday man. at 1.50 p.m. Eastern time. So the fire broke out of the house and uh it took a while to, it took a while to to it's a wow. he bought the house for seven million dollars after he signed with the the dolphins Damn. back in 2022 i'm sure he was insured dude i'm sure he was but i mean that's his home and and they're playing a big game this week who's he staying with man <laughs> <laughs> it's a spokesperson for the davy fire county uh fire department says that uh, they believe a youngster inside a bedroom started started the fire and that he more than likely used a lighter to make it happen. That the fire is considered to be accidental. No one was injured. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my my friend here, Jason Garcia. He's going to be moving away, so he's having a retirement yeah. going away party, I believe, on Saturday. And I'm going to try to make that, man, because I got to go to work on Sundays now. So I'll do my best to get there. If I don't, if I can't make it, I'll reach out to my boy and I'll maybe take him out to lunch or something. Very cool. Let's yeah. make that happen. Uh, it's uh, everyone have a great day today. We're going to talk more about sports and pop culture. I got to get a movie review in next week. I think Ooh, we've already man. chosen the movie, by the way. I think it was Mike Baez who made the uh, recommendation. Which movie was this one? Total Recall. Okay. Uh, you're going to watch the original. The original is actually not bad. Dude. Yeah. It's not bad. Everyone's telling me about a three boob woman. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to dig it, bro. Whatever. You're going <laughs> to dig it, bro. But I got to tell you, man, there's also some a lot of weirdness going on in this one. So. Brace yourself. It's the epitome of of eighties action. Well, because I like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I saw a lot well, of this is when he was up. in his prime. You know, I, I most recently saw Predator, right? But I saw one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, is True Lies. Oh yeah, True Lies okay, is a good one. True Lies is one of my favorite. Not because I think it's the best movie of all time. It's the one of the best movies to pass the time. Tom Arnold's such a good sidekick in that one too, dude. He's yeah, funny as shit. He dude. is. He is. And <laughs> what Jamie kind Ch of sick bitch takes the 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 ice trays? You say because <laughs> yeah. his wife left him. <laughs> and then J <laughs> and Jamie, Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis looking like a nugget, dude. She would look smoking hot in that movie, bro. Not take off your nylons. <laughs> <laughs> he drops the he drops the recorder. <laughs> She slicked back her hair, dude. She got the, the, water, the water from the base. Yeah, dude. Dude, nugget, baby. Yeah, she's kind of making him remember why he married her. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't that Bill Paxton who was like the car dealer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sleazy <laughs> the used car man. It was great. It was so great. They made him piss himself. <laughs> <laughs> so Total Recall next week. We'll do that on Monday. Oh, yeah, dude. The original, I agree with Mike Bias. He says Total Recall. He says the remake sucks ass, and it does, dude. It's really? horrible. Yeah, when they didn't even know they remade it. Yeah, they remade it, and it was just totally awful, man. You got to watch the original. I got the video. I got DVD in case you want to watch it. Oh, there really? is such a thing as DVDs now. I don't even think I have a DVD player at home. I got a DVD player. I got you know what? I got a VHS player right here and a DVD player. the The VHS is for when I have El Jefe Jeff come over. Me and him are going to watch Return of the Jedi old school on the VHS. Oh, I thought it was for watching uh, Cowboys Super Bowl highlights. No, man. I could put those in there, too. We can watch them <laughs> right here on the, on the projector. <laughs> Very nice. Everyone have a good day. We're going to go to China Rose. China Rose. And don't forget, uh, Jeff Garcia, Lockdown Spurs, Ken's 5. Um, I'm on the podcast today with him talking about Wemby. Happy birthday, Victor Wembanyama. Happy birthday, Wemby. Spurs take on the uh, Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Bucks favor by nine and a half points. They're going to win by 17. Maybe they can give Wemby a birthday present. The Spurs will win. We shall see. 
All right, fellas, we're out. We'll see y'all. Peace. Late. Thank you.